This is Joy. And this is Claire. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Thanks. Happy birthday! We're recording on your birthday, which I think is dedication that you got up so early. Well, you get up early anyway when we record, but yeah. this is your birthday recording. I know. I could have slept in and instead I am here recording. Um, but actually, the reason that we're recording today is so that I can sleep in tomorrow because my mom's going to have my kids. That's Woo-hoo. so great. Wow, you guys are finding some amazing gifts in the chat. Yeah, we do have some today. amazing um, gifts in the chat. A bunch of people chanting soup, soup, soup. There was a piece of pie that saying, was saying happy birthday, like a dancing cake. There's all, all sorts of really very appropriate Enthusiastic, gifts. appropriate, delightful. My coffee delivery is coming as well. Someone said, I hope you get an extra special coffee delivered for you. Okay, here's the thing. I'm actually like having a moment with breakfast tea instead of coffee, like um, like Irish breakfast tea. John Hay? Just, <laughs> is that you? No. <laughs> it's not special seasonings, but... I started drinking it when I was sick a couple weeks ago because I just like the heaviness of coffee was not feeling good in my like nasty sick throat. And now I'm really into it. So I'm going to be getting a coffee, a tea delivery. Yeah. Isn't that funny though? Like how, I don't know if it's just age, but there's certain things now that like Mm -hmm. sound good to me or don't sound good to me where I'm like, I used to obsess over like this type of food or this type of drink. And now I'm kind of like, bleh. Like, is that yeah. an age thing? Yeah, you know, what we always tell Miles, you know, your taste buds can change as you get older. <laughs> so you should keep trying new foods is the angle we have with him. Not not so much like, <laughs> so one day you may come to loathe your favorite foods. Like I cannot eat sweet potatoes anymore. When, when I was like super duper paleo, I feel like I reached my lifetime uh, limit of sweet potatoes. Yeah. Like, I was eating sweet potatoes every day, pretty much. And like I now if you were to offer me sweet potatoes, I'm like, uh, I mean, I'll eat them. Yeah. But I never really crave them. I don't I just like feel like I hit my lifetime limit of sweet potatoes. How late are you gonna sleep in tomorrow? Oh yeah, good question. Sleeping in for me is normally between like probably like around nine to nine thirty. That's yeah, a good chunk can, of time. If I can get there. Yeah. yeah. I would say on an average, like weekday, I get up either at 4.30 to go work out, or if I don't get up at 4.30, then I'm getting up at like 6.30 because I have to get the kids out of the house by about 8, get myself ready. And then on like weekends, the kids normally wake up, like they're still asleep right now at 7.10. I would say they wake up generally between 6.30 and 7.30, which is new this year. Like a year mm-hmm. ago, they were waking up between like 6 and 7. So, you know, we're slowly moving the needle <laughs> out of like the really early morning kid phase. Um, do you still get kids standing by your bed (laughs) every night every single night evie comes in and wakes brandon up because like she's in this phase right now you know she slept in our bed for all of the month of september it took us quite a while to get her back into her bed and so now the compromise that she has um made for us (laughs) is that brandon will like sit in her room with her until she falls asleep which is actually normally pretty quick But then every single night, pretty much between like 2 to 4 a.m., Evie wakes up and comes in and says, I need my daddy. And when like this cute little thing walks in and goes, I need my daddy, he just is powerless against her. So every single night, he just grabs his pillow and goes and sleeps on her floor for like the (laughs) I'm really grateful that he does that because I can't sleep on floors anymore. Speaking of things that I've outgrown. Oh my gosh. I can't even lay on the floor for like more than 20 or 30 minutes. My shoulders start to hurt. Like what is the weirdest place you slept as like, I don't know, a young person where you feel like you could do anything? I used to sleep in the back of my car all the time. (laughs) 
for what reason? Like, I would put the seats down in the outback and just like throw a sleeping bag back there and sleep all the time. Like for naps? No, like because I would like if I was camping or something. Okay. Or like yeah, yeah, yeah. As like a river guide, a lot of times I would like be at the ta- at the put in. You'd camp overnight at the put-in so that you could launch super, super early in the morning. But many of the put-in sites that I was at were sort of like informal campgrounds. So you kind of just like found a tree to sleep under. And so a lot of people would sleep in their cars. <laughs> Caitlin says, I napped under my bed in Air Force basic training because we couldn't mess up our made beds. That's next level. I feel like if you're a basic training, though, you're probably so freaking tired. Susan says, a horse show tack room on the hat or a rack trunk. I don't even know what that is, but it sounds uncomfortable. It uncomfortable, yeah. Um, Kelly says, I used to sleep in my Corolla all the time. Yeah. I just like, and I used to have no problem sleeping on the floor. I used to have no problem sleeping on the couch. I mean, we've talked about this, like with the marathon running and stuff where we look back and I'm like, how, but I, now I can't even lay on the floor to wait for Evie to go to sleep. My sh- it hurts my shoulders. I still can't rem- I still can't believe that time. Tack truck or hay, she says. Tack oh, okay. truck, not rack trunk. I was like, Got I it. rack. <laughs> What am I going to do with a gun rack? And the other fun thing we're doing this weekend <laughs> is painting our freaking ceilings. I cannot wait for this project to be over. That journey has been quite robust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I rented this gigantic like industrial grade paint sprayer. Like a, lo- a lot of – you can buy a paint sprayer for like two or 300 bucks at Lowe's, but it, most of them will have – or even like 50 bucks. They have like this little reservoir of paint that you attach to the gun and they're ma- really more f- made for painting things like a quart or a gallon at a time. Like a you know your, ca- your kitchen cabinets or a table, like they're more for projects – at that level, when you're painting hundreds and hundreds of square feet, they recommend that you use this like airless sprayer, which I guess I don't know the difference between paint sprayers. Somebody out there is probably like, no, Claire, that's not right, which you're probably right. I'm this is my my one experience with this product. And thankfully, in Longmont, we have this place where you can rent all sorts of stuff. You can rent like everything from like a skid loader all the way down to like a chainsaw. It's very nice. So I went and found like the heaviest duty paint sprayer that they have. The guy who textured our ceilings, which by the way, we really liked. If you're in Northern Colorado, I think this guy's based out of Loveland and you need a rack for like a guy to help you with your house. Really liked this guy. I think his thing was called Landmark. Anyway, if you ever need anybody, reach out and I'll send you his info. His name is Chuck. And he showed up like 45 minutes early every day, which is unheard of. For that type of like, he was versus like when we had our windows and siding done, we were like, "Are they showing up ever?" I think that's the rumors. You know, he was like, "I'll be there at eight o'clock on Monday," and I was like, "Okay, well, probably expecting him to like roll up between eight thirty and nine. He showed up at seven fifteen. It's like, uh, which was kind of a problem in its own right because I was still trying to get everybody out of the house. Sure, of course, yeah. But it was like, I would just be there when you say you're going to be there, right? I would much rather have that problem. So anyway, we are going to be painting our ceilings, and the way that this guy recommended that we do it is to get a paint sprayer and then have someone come right behind with a roller to like smooth out the spray. I really hope it goes fast. So you're doing that today? Yeah, at some point, like this morning. I'm going to record this episode. I'm going to go on a walk with my friend, Amanda. I'm going to go to F45 and then I'm going to come home and spray my ceilings. And I'm just pray for me because I need this to go without event. Otherwise I might just burn down my house and start over. Mm. I am so. We'll look for that update. Yeah, please do. Uh, I mean, you know, we did just update our homeowner's insurance. I feel like now something horrible is going to happen. And everyone's going to be like, she talked on the podcast about how she was going to burn her house down. And I'm going to have to like. And then it actually happened. Do insurance fraud. Yeah. An insurance fraud investigation. Um, I'm joking for the record. But nonetheless, I have. I'm just so sick of like feeling like we're not moved in yet. Yeah. Because when did you actually move in? <laughs> 
June? M- m- no, Memorial Day. The week week before Memorial Day. So like mid May. Wow. Yeah, we closed on this time. house the first week of May. So it's been yeah. May, June, July, almost seven months. And I am not expecting, I mean, I know it takes a couple of years to sort of like settle into a new house, but we are still like, if you came into my house right now, you'd be like, oh, did you move in last weekend? <laughs> there's boxes everywhere. There's You're like boxes, like- there's crap. We have a pod in our garage still or in our driveway still because of like when we got our asbestos done, we had to take all the furniture out of our house. And so we rented a pod to put it in because our garage was in such a district, like still so full of boxes, we couldn't just put it in the garage. And then we kept the pod for an extra couple of weeks. Well, you can only rent pods. It's like a month long rental minimum. So then we've been using it to like stage our garage so we can actually clean the garage out. But then of course that's only halfway done, even though they're picking up the pod on Monday. Anyway, so it's just like, I feel like we're just constantly, I feel like we're two weeks behind on every single project and it's making me, which is like, I mean, uh, as a, as compared to what, like there's no deadline, but it just feels like we're never, we are not completing things in the time frame that I imagine they would have. Kelly says we moved in June, 2021. Our basement is still chaos. Yeah. Our basement also is a disaster down there. Our basement, our garage. We have a two-car garage, which is like made for two smaller cars. Like I don't think we're going to be able to put the Outback and something else in there, which yes, I have an Outback. We have an Outback and a Prius because I'm just a walking Boulder County stereotype. The other day, and we have an attic. And Brandon the other day was like, I think we need to get a shed. And I was like, my friend, if we cannot fit all of our stuff in our finished basement, our two-car garage and our attic, we don't need more storage. We need less stuff. Tina says we may be moving soon. I'm dreading it. I hate moving. Moving is the worst. Tina, it just where are you never moving ends. to? I want to know. But let's talk about DIY projects. So when you were posting that yesterday, because we did a DIY this week as well, it made me really appreciate the people who just like are naturally gifted at it. All the home improvement shows are so fun to watch, but it is really hard to motivate to get started on a DIY. I just wish I was the type of person that could just like dive into that. Or like all those Instagram accounts where people are like, yeah, I have a full-time job and two kids and I also am tackling my house room by room. Like this just feels like my worst nightmare. But like the only thing that I would hate more than that would be living on a boat where I would just be constantly vomiting. The next thing in line would be living in a house where I was trying to DIY every single thing room by room. It makes me feel like, you know how we've talked about the stoops and the beautiful Instagram posts of people putting up like beautiful mantles and things. It makes me feel that inadequate where even just painting something sometimes I'll be like, am I doing this right Am I messing this up? Am I going to make it worse? But so we had our windows redone last year, our siding done on the front of our house. It just needed an update. Which to like, to be clear, you have floor to ceiling cathedral style two story windows. Yeah, these aren't just like, like you had like a couple windows weatherized. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, hundreds of square feet of glass put in. So much glass, so many windows. And so they had to rip all the windows out, put them back in. It was great. It was a great upgrade. And really the house needed it. I think the house was built in like 1990. And so there's a lot of like wood around the windows that was rotting. It just was really needed. And so these, it looks great. But there was just a lot of painting that need to be retouched around the big windows in our living room. And that's really the majority of where the really big custom sized windows were placed and you couldn't really get around it. It's not something that the company was responsible for because they're just kind of like, look, we can do this, but you're going to have to have somebody come in and retouch this because it's just, it's inevitable. And some of the, the window framing wasn't the exact size of the framing we had before. So it kind of like left maybe not even a half of it, maybe like a quarter inch of paint that needed to be retouched. 
And we had to kind of sand it down. There was just like a bunch of stuff that we needed to do. So um, long story short, if you remember, Scott and I were supposed to go to Oklahoma this week. My father-in-law got sick. He just had, I think it was like a cold. I think it was RSV, maybe. It was just one of those things where he just was like, please just let's postpone it to Christmas. We just don't want to get you sick. We really appreciated that. We're like, okay, we understand. And Scott has a bunch of travel in December. And so we're really trying to be cautious with keeping everybody healthy as we are trying to do. So we postponed our trip. My parents were staying anyway because they were going to house it. And so we were sitting around Sunday afternoon with my parents. And I was like, Dad, you know, my dad loves projects. He can't really just sit around the house. Bless his heart. He's 81. He just wants to be a busybody. And so we're sitting around the house. And he's like, what projects do you have for me this week? Uh, He can maybe stay at our house max two to three days before he's like, I gotta go back home, be in his garage and tinker in his garage. By the way, thank you everyone who was like giving the love. I posted the crane, the bird crane, not an actual like big industrial crane. Right. Everyone was like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah, he he just loves making things. I love him so much. And so he's like, I said, why don't we try to touch up the windows? Can we do this? You know, and I try to pick projects that aren't like really intense, but keeps us busy. And so my dad's like, yes, that's perfect. And it's also really funny because my dad likes to pick and choose the projects that he wants to do. So if you give him something that is like not appealing to him, he'll be like, "Mm." (laughs) either it's too easy or too intense, too much work. So it's like, it's got to be like right down the middle. So anyway, we ended up doing that project and retouched all the windows. We had to get on a really, really, really high ladder. So it's, you know, like when you start a DIY, you all of a sudden just like the ball starts rolling. It's really hard for me personally to motivate to get it going because I'm just like, oh, just, I always do this. I do this with everything. How you do one thing is how you do everything. I make things way more complicated than they need to be. In my head, I I make it this huge, big deal. Oh, it's going to be so much work. And I like get all dramatic about it. But then it's more like when you started, I've done this with the podcast. I've done this with so many things. So I have to remind myself, I don't know why I didn't do it with this one, that it's really not that much work. It is a lot of work, but it's not complicated. It's just not complicated. And so we get going, we get it all done. It looks great. It, you know, it kind of inspired me to do other things. But I will I will say, because Catherine asked about this, she goes, tell us about the fall. And I was not going to post this video because I was like really embarrassed about it. But one of my friends who's a puppy raiser, I sent it to her and she was like, she's just adorable. She's she's like 19 and we're like besties. I'm like, how am I besties with a 19 year old? But she's really, <laughs> she's just adorable. And so... <laughs> She's like, Joy, you have to post this video. It's really funny. I'm like, well, if the 19-year-old social media person is like telling this 45-year-old to post it, it's probably like postable. It's really funny. I'm like, am I not hip enough now that I like don't want to post cool things? We had a shop back and I was like shop vacuuming a lot of the crap because we had to do a bunch of sanding. And I was like, oh, I got on top of the countertops and I saw this just, I keep a lot of plants on the top of my kitchen cabinets. And so all this just shit was on top of the cabinets. And then so all of a sudden, I, you know, you start, let's peeling the onion, you do more things. And so I started vacuuming with the shop vac. Well, the shop vac's like, you know, it's like a handheld. So I was balancing it on top of my refrigerator. I remember thinking to myself, like, you can't, don't let this thing fall. You're standing on the counter. I'm standing on the the counter. Vacuuming the top of your refrigerator. Vacuuming the top of my kitchen cabinets while balancing. It wasn't smart, right? This is my own fault balancing the shop back on top of the fridge and the fridge is just it wasn't it wasn't fully sitting on the fridge it was kind of like half on half on half off so I was like balancing with with my hand and the hose isn't that long 
So it's not like I had a ton of room to work with. So at one point, I think I reached too far and then the shop vac just starts to tip backwards. And I'm standing with the shop vac. It's too heavy for me to just hold it. So I start going backwards and I start like just tipping and I'm thinking, oh my God, (laughs) like I'm going to go down. And I was trying to save the shop vac that, by the way, my dad looked at it afterwards. He's like, oh, those are meant to fall on the ground. Those are fine. He's like, these are industrial sized shop bags. Like they're meant to fall. And so I start tipping backwards and I just like, if you want to see it, I can repost it. By the time you hear this episode, it will be long gone from our stories. But it was just so funny because you just hear me like ah! screaming and screaming. And I just totally took a tumble, uh, scared the living daylights out of me, but I was fine. I didn't like break anything or bruise anything. But it was just like one of those falls where you're like midair, what's going to happen? Really and like your brain about is it. going through all the scenarios by the time totally. you Totally. Like, I'm going to the hospital. Yeah. But I was like a cat. I like somehow magically landed on my feet. And my dad walked in and I tried to play it so cool because I didn't want to scare my parents. But my dad walked in from the garage and he's like, I heard some screaming. Is everything okay? (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm fine. The shop vac is fine. And I'm fine. Casual screaming. Just, you know, you got to let it out sometimes. Get that throat chakra to open. You know how it is. And then I realized that it was on our ring camera. So I went back and found it. We just watched it all day laughing. It was so great. Yeah. So that's my DIY. Well, cool, I hope that cool. that does not happen to me today <laughs> on using a shop vac. But we did have – so we had to have the guys like come texturize our ceilings and there is drywall dust everywhere. I mean, they taped everything and it's still – if anyone who's done their drywall projects out there, you know, like it's – you can't avoid it. There's drywall dust like in my toaster. Just things – if you – this is a tip oh. I If you're getting – if you have to sand drywall in your house, you have to put everything away. Like you can't leave out – a single thing on your counter or it will get like nothing can be out. I should have just like shoved everything that lives on the counter, like in the microwave or something and just sealed it in there. But no, instead I have drywall dust in my toaster. I feel like that's enough chat about DIYs, but suffice to say, I'm not, we are not DIY influencers. I wish that if we had not already spent so much money on this project because asbestos mitigation is so expensive. You have to have like a certified hazardous materials crew come do this. They steal off your whole house. There's like all these perm- permits involved. It was so expensive. So now I just feel like we can't spend, you know, another $1,500 or whatever to like have someone come paint our ceilings. And I just want it to be over so I can move my furniture back into my house. Yeah, it will be. I think the thing is like the mess is totally worth the after. It freaking better be. It be- <laughs> because it's not. I, I love how Martina says, I can't even make a salad. No way can I imagine doing DIY. That's good to know because I feel like everyone is out there doing DIY as long as the day's long. Totally. <laughs> like, I, I am like, like, I posted an Instagram poll that was like, geez, everyone else out there loving DIY without me? And like 50% of the people were like, no, I hate it. And then another 30% were like, eh, it's fine. Only 20% were like, yes, I love DIY. Okay, so, that makes me feel so much better. I know because it, Instagram really does make you feel like you're the only one who is not like totally. tiling your backsplash in your free time. <laughs> Just we're looking at you. <laughs> Our friend Jess is like the master of DIY. She's like every every freaking project. weekend, she sends us these texts. It's like I just retiled my bathroom. I just like She's resealed my kitchen <laughs> floors. You know, and I'm like, yes, you are great. I'm going to IKEA again. Make, Anybody need anything? Yeah, she always makes me feel like I'm never doing enough because she's like lists out a million things she did in like one day, and I'm just like, oh, I broke in my clogs. <laughs> 
broken my purple clogs. <laughs> Amber says she's painting her bedroom today. Only two walls. Paying for the wallpaper. That's smart. Let me just say something really funny. I wanted to mention this because um, I, as far as like wallpaper and like colored walls, like I am at this point in my life where I just want all of my walls white so I can change out things that are hanging on my walls if I want to. I have this weird block to putting up wallpaper. And I just, the one we were just talking about, will always be like, you should just put wallpaper on that wall. I know she, if I like gave her just freedom to do whatever in our living room, I, she would just like put some wallpaper on that big wall behind the TV. And I have an aversion to it because I can't commit to a style. I like, my style is, is like, I just want to be able to change the style and wallpaper. I feel like I would get sick of it within two months and want to take it down. So I, I just paint everything white. Which is, I guess is a style. <laughs> Follow up on Amber's bedroom painting project. This is her first forever home because she's had military moves for the last 20. Oh my gosh. Ugh, military moving. Amber. Yes. So intense. Oh my gosh. So yeah, intense. That's very 20. intense. Ugh. That's a lot. Um, I yeah. agree with you on that wallpaper, although I'm starting, I'm trying to lean into like just commit and like see how it feels instead of leaving everything sure. so neutral. I want okay. my, I'm going for like bear den. That's the vibe I want in my house. I want you to walk in and be like, it just assume that you're going to be handed some soup at any moment. I Can want you it just to put feel a very tree cozy. right at the front so you could just like, scratch like your, your tree. Joy has a live tree in her in the middle of her living room. It's like a hydroponic gigantic ficus. Yeah, we took it out because it was dying and it was just. Oh, I a, didn't know that. Hi, baby John. Yeah, we took it out. We replaced it with a cactus that will apparently keep growing oh. very tall. It's just going to take a while. But that tree was, it was there when we moved in and I loved it. And I yeah. think it was like two years ago, we took it down. Maybe it was during COVID when we that. just got I like. See, this is the guy. So I never, I never go to Joy's house. The ficus tree was a pain in the ass to clean. It just um, Martina says sleepy time bear den. Yeah, pretty much. I just want your, you to like walk in my house and be like, kind of feel like you're walking into like a cave, but not actually into a cave because I have been in the cave situation in a home and it's very wet. Well, your dad owns a cave. so That's what I mean. <laughs> Not anymore. He doesn't own it anymore. But real caves, living in real caves, is a lot of, it's really wet. That cave is so amazing. Yeah. Catherine, you don't know the Sleepy Time Bear? Google it immediately. (laughs) Catherine in the UK, Anya's in Switzerland. Guys, I love people doing the chat. Thank you so much. Yes, I know. But I have to ask this really quick because my friend, and she's in the chat. I didn't know she was, my my 19-year-old bestie is in the chat. And I oh didn't realize gosh. she was here. So funny. Hi, Emily. That's so funny. So she was telling me, I want to know this from a uh, Boulder person. Do you know that the Kong headquarters is in Boulder? Oh, no, I didn't know like that. Like the toys? Yeah, like dog toys? Huh. Yeah. She was like, we're going to go on a Kong. Uh, oh, it's in Golden. Sorry. I thought it was in Boulder. Factory tour? No, I didn't know. But I didn't know it was in like the metro area. So I was like very impressed by that. I'm like, I didn't know we owned the Kong headquarters too. So yeah, we're going That's on a That's a fun fact. <laughs> we need to get more like dog influencing sponsors. I feel like. Yes, we do. That's actually a great idea. That's a great idea. Reach out to Kong. Um, but speaking of sponsors. Great. Good job. Are we here already? <laughs> We're just rolling along today. We're so excited to tell you about Ned's newest product, the Shut Eye Chai. I sort of teased this a few weeks ago. It's finally going to be available. It is the best idea ever. Like this warm, soothing drink that you can have at night that has all of the herbs and botanicals that you need to just chill the F out. And if you don't want to like jump into the CBD just yet, Shut Eye Chai. It does not have CBD, caffeine, melatonin, or dairy. So it's also melatonin free. If you are like, there's no sleep solutions out there for me because I don't 
don't really like melatonin. I know some people like melatonin actually kind of like hypes them up or just doesn't work at all. It is inspired by 5,000 years of ancient healing tradition, and this is their biggest product launch to date. It combines adaptogens, aminos, functional mushrooms, and magnesium. Seriously, the best ingredients out there. It tastes, it's the taste is inspired by masala chai. So you just have this like warm hug in a cup that is just going to help your body slow down and chill out, go to sleep. You guys know how much we love talking about the magnesium and that I take that magnesium every single night and I cannot wait to try this like warm, spicy magnesium adaptogen mushroom blend. I'm so excited. You can get 15% off with discount code joy or go to helloned.com forward slash joy. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash joy or use discount code joy for 15% off your order. Thank you so much for supporting the brands that support our podcast. We absolutely love Ned. We trust all of their products. We recommend them to everyone, even outside of this podcast. If friends are like, hey, do you use CBD? Yeah, or like, What time. do you use to fall asleep? I'm always recommending Ned, I love all their products. We just love this company. We really hope that you love this new Shut Eye Chai. Thank you guys so much for supporting the products that support our podcast. And that just goes for every podcast. You can support the podcasts by just supporting their brands. And that goes for every podcast, not just ours. All right. So how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was great because we were just kind of hanging out here. It was it was really low key. We took a break from our DIY. We did all Whole Foods prepared food. So we did zero cooking. We just heated everything up. It was great. Highly recommend. And everywhere that we went, no turkey. We decided to go to this little local meat shop next oh, to like my the house. Stores. You couldn't find a turkey in the store. Yeah. I thought you meant like you went to everybody's houses and nobody made Oh, turkey. no, no. <laughs> Got it. No. Every store we went to was like, no, we don't have turkey. So either they like did the pre-order and everyone was just picking it up. I don't know what the deal was. But to be honest, I'm not a huge turkey fan like I don't really care about turkey so I told my mom and dad I was like why don't you run to this meat market because they were running some errands I'm like go check the Wheat Ridge meat market which is right down the street from my house and so we we ate Polish sausage and it was delicious <laughs> it was so good my dad was like this is gonna be this is gonna be our new tradition yeah and it was so good um we also did not do a traditional turkey we did a gi- two gigantic chicken pot pies and we could have done a turkey and then just put it in the pie but then at that point it's like ch- chickens take less time to make and it feels like less of a production so we made chicken pot pie and I don't think I'm ever gonna do a like feasting holiday again with anything other than pot pie I think that's a great idea I just put it in a flaky pie crust. It's going to be improved. It's going to be an improved experience. Everything is better with bread. I I think that there was also a part of me that I get to that point of when we talk about like Thanksgiving and what the traditions are and the history of Thanksgiving, I get to that place where I'm like, do I have to follow this tradition? Like, why are we making... Anyway, so I go to this weird place. I'm like, let's just throw away all the traditions and do whatever the heck we want. So that's what we did. And, And I have to say... If you are in not just Denver, because they go to Longmont, just follow Moon Raccoon Bakery on Instagram because their goods are so delicious. Yeah, they sell a lot I of the farmers, farmers markets. markets. Like the craft markets coming up, they're selling. Um, I'm so mad because they don't come to the Longmont. They're often at the Boulder Farmers Market during the summer, and they don't come to the Longmont one that often. But they were supposed to be here last weekend, and I got up 
early. I went to the farmer's market. It was 20 freaking degrees out. It had snowed and they were two hours late, which probably because it was 20 degrees out. But I made a specific trip just to get their croissants and they weren't there. And I was so sad. Weighing in on the traditions here, Caitlin says she had a Costco frozen pizza. So good job, Caitlin. Good job. That's fantastic. And Tina, who is the food stylist that we've had on our podcast a few times, says she's going to make a chicken, but then they made a turkey at work. So snag some of the breasts and reheat the day of. Working in food really has its perks sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We got this pie that was a salty honey pie. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It was so good. <laughs> I'm going to have to order from them for Christmas because their stuff is so good. And their biscuits. Their croissants I, are so good. They use like this kind of like rye whole wheat blend, flour blend for their croissants. And so they're really nutty. Ugh. Yeah. Chef they made buttermilk biscuits. So I got all these biscuits for dinner. And they, I felt so, I felt so smart because I've learned all these terms from Bake Off. And our bake-off show, I was like, these must have been laminated because they were just like that flaky pile. I was like, I love lamination. I love watching lamination. Dough and just slices of butter, just chunks of butter and dough and dough. And it was, oh, it was so good. So yes, please support that business because they're doing some Not an ad, stuff. But we love them so much. We no, but please well. support them. Yeah. Um, Caitlin asks, are you watching the holiday bake-off episodes? I watched the first one so far where they have like the UK celebrities on rather than versus like having the previous contestants on. And it was really cute. I loved it actually because like none of them are bakers. And so it really gives you the sense of like, oh yeah, that is what that would look like if I tried to make it. Like even if I tried really hard, that is probably the most I could achieve. Like they make a yeah. like a Swiss roll, like not a Swiss roll, you know, like a Yule log cake, which is the role and they're like all decorating it and it just looks ridiculous i'm like yeah that's what i would look like if it tried that's what it would look like if i tried to do that it would look bad yeah i haven't started watching it yet i do want to watch spirited which is the will ferrell and ryan reynolds movie that's kind of like about the ghosts of christmas past it looks really cute if anyone's watched it in the chat yeah. let me know if it's good I've heard that i that's- just want to watch a good like i love home alone and i love elf but i want to kind of get a new one in what review give us the review of the Lindsay lohan christmas movie did we ever t- already talk about this jess watched it oh okay you i watched haven't it. watched it yet i was going to and then jess watched it and she's like it's good it's cute i, I mean, just really want a lilo return like. yeah exactly yeah. i just am curious like to see how Lindsay lohan like is on screen less i mean i'm not interested in the plot of this movie which if you guys don't know netflix came out with like a christmas very like hallmark-esque christmas movie that featuring Lindsay lohan in the flesh where she plays like <laughs> not you know <laughs> the big city girl who goes to the country and she gets amnesia or something and has to be like taken care of by this like down to earth, cute in a sort of hometown kind of way, bread and breakfast owner. And she's like the big city girl who wants room service. And he's like the down to earth bed and breakfast owner. And he has to like get <laughs> nurse her back to health. Sounds she like has a, amnesia. It sounds like a combo of Sweet Home Alabama and the Gilmore Girls. And like that movie where Goldie Hawn is like a rich lady on a yacht and then gets overboard. Oh, overboard. I just movie. ate a bug. <laughs> I love that movie so much. This is like the Christmas version of that movie, pretty much. I just ate a bug. <laughs> when she's on the boat. <laughs> so great. Sorry. I think it's like the Christmas version of that movie, but without like the vengeful carpenter. Um, Tina says, I've had this weird urge to watch Edward Scissorhands this season. And I have a question it's... because Netflix like popped that into my queue of like Christmas movies. Would we consider Edward Scissorhands a Christmas movie? Yes. And they say Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Gremlins? Mm-hmm. Okay, just because Christmas happens in the movie, does that I'm I know a Christmas movie? Die Hard. I they know. call it a Christmas movie. I know. Yeah. Rachel says, someone asked my husband and I what we watch for the holidays, and he said, Mean Girls. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? 
Today is my birthday, 35, so I'm officially <laughs> cresting the hill on my way to 40. Are you on the sleigh ride to 40? <laughs> I think I get at least a couple days at 35 where I can just like plateau here for a minute. Yeah, and then I'll hang out for a while. Maybe to, maybe we'll wait till 36, 37. Yeah, but I was thinking about this year and I've done a lot. I moved. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. Um, I learned how to surf finally. And I went to two different countries to surf, two different continents. I mean, Mexico is North America, but I went to freaking Ireland. And I started taekwondo, which is like kind of a fun thing. I explained this in our Instagram stories last week or two weeks ago, whenever our like belt promotion, last belt promotion was. But in this version of Taekwondo that we're doing, which I should know more about it. I can't remember. It's like American freestyle Taekwondo, I think it's called. I could be wrong about that. Somebody probably is like, "Mm, that's not a thing. It's the first like year and a half-ish, you earn a new belt every two months. And then for the next like year, you earn a belt or like year and a half, you earn a belt every four months. And then the final year... You it's just like the last two belts and it's six months each and then you get your black so like your black belt takes like about how many years was that like it takes about four years um Miles has been doing it now for about a year and a half and then Brandon and I started maybe like six months ago and we're trying to catch up to him which they allow you to do so we're like doubling up on the curriculum and it's just a lot like. I know I've talked about how hard it is to be in like a class with a bunch of kids. They are so intense. At the beginning, it's like, okay, we're going to jog around the mat a couple times to warm up. And the kids are like full out sprinting. <laughs> they're going to win the warm up. And they're just <laughs> passing me. And just like, you know, that like little kid sprint where it's just like. <sighs> oh, yeah. And just I'm like just sort furious. of like lightly yeah. jogging and just getting taken out by nine-year-olds who are just going for the shins. It's just so funny. I wouldn't say that I'm like feeling that passionate about it, but it is fun to have something to do with the fam. Um, Kelly says I should round out my year by coming to the group trail run next month, which if you guys are in the Denver area, Kelly, who we've had on the podcast before, hosts these group trail runs that are turning into like a monthly affair, right? I know your first one was kind of over the summer. But I'm like, Kelly, please keep please keep talking about it because eventually I will go. I would like to, oh, 1217. Everybody out there, let's do it. Okay. 1217 trail run. We'll post the link to, because she just does like the sign up in, what, it's like a Google form or something. We'll post the link for all the few people who want to join. Year in review. Yes. Year in review. Surfing, moving, taekwondo, surfing again. I didn't start a new job this year, but I did start a new job like November 1st last year. So sort of like my first year at my new job has com- has completed. Yeah. So, you know, there have been some some life changes this year. I say this Big every year, changes. but I'm ready for like a chill year and I just don't think I'm ever going to get that. Like no. I'm never going to just – I feel like every year I either get a new job, have a kid, which not that's not going to happen anymore, get it, you know, move, like – Brandon gets Brandon got a new job this year too. Like we just need to chill. I just need a year with no life changes like that. Any nice. any top birthday gifts? Or what do you do for your birthday? We we are gonna go to Mean Girls. Okay, yes. Joy got me. I'm not a fan of the delayed gift, but this just we can't fix the timing. Joy got me us box seats to Mean Girls on New Year's Eve. And I told Brandon about it and he was really jealous because I started saying, I was like, oh, Joy got us. And then I was like, by us. And then I immediately was like, by us, I mean me and Joy, not not you and me, Brandon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, I thought you were going to say like you and me. And I was like, do you want to go to Mean Girls with me on New Year's Eve? No. (laughs) So we're open to, we need suggestions for what to wear. Like, what should we dress up as? Should we just wear mouth ears? Yes. And like those t-shirts with like the women in lingerie? Yes. 
Or just, I was thinking velour tracksuit personally. Yeah, and then it's I was reflecting on the fact that I think Regina George's mom, if she was like a millennial mom, would instead of wearing the tracksuit, she would have like the slouchy loungewear, like the neutral totally. wide leg sweatpants, the high waist wide leg sweatpants. Yeah, we could get some like Skims outfits for yes, a thousand yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. Or um, we should just go on ASOS and buy like really fun, like a tracksuit and then like a really fun coat over it because it's going to be really cold. So yeah, that's what we're going to be doing on New Year's yeah. Eve. I haven't told you. That's Scott my birthday yet, present. Very but- excited. We were supposed to go see Mean Girls <laughs> in like the you know mid March or April 2020. Obviously, it didn't ever happen. And so very, very excited about that. Um, other than that, I haven't really gotten, you know, it's 7 a.m. on the morning of my birthday. So the gift giving is still, I think, to take place. For my birthday, we're painting the ceilings. <laughs> and I'm going to go do like a little workout. I am still really liking F45. There is that one instructor who still like chimes in with her diet advice. And the other day we were doing those like things where you hold onto a, a bumper plate or like a weight and just sort of like lean to the side like I'm the little teapot to get your obliques. And yeah. first of all, I do find that very effective. Like my sides are sore. I love those. Mo- I love that movie. It just feels good. It just yeah, feels it totally good. does. Uh, yeah, the, I'm a little buff teapot. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she, literally the words out of her mouth were like, and ladies, you might want to think about using the 25 instead of the 45 so you don't get a blocky core. It's like, girl, just. Hey, girl. Please don't. Four 30-second sets of me doing this, the 45-pound plate, is not going to give me a blocky core. And what does a blocky core even look like? What is like? a blocky core and even why do we not want one? Why do we not want one? Even if I was worried about that, I'm not going to achieve that in this one workout. And second of all, let's focus on having a strong core and not give two craps about what it looks like. Because like those are the muscles that are going to protect your back if you yeah. you know twist at the wrong way. That, that yeah. side and, thing, by the way, is like the one thing that my chiropractor always talks about. He's like, you have to do this. He makes me do this breathing exercise that makes you, I can't even describe it. Instead of filling your air from your stomach from the front, he tries to make you push your sides out. He's like, that's really good for your core and like every movement that you do. So it's so funny that people are that I don't understand the whole blocky core thing that actually sounds like something you would want for longevity. I'm just saying. Exactly. And Tina says you either have a blocky core or you don't. It's called a straight body, right? Like it's a body type. It's 1000% a body type. Yeah. What is with the, like the hourglass? Yeah. She's, she needs to go back to the 80s. It's very, very old school. And I'm trying to like not think about it too much. And because it's not enough to where it's not like, if she was saying things to people like individually, I think I would really take issue with it. Or I definitely would take a huge issue with it. It's more just like this at the end of class, if she feels like she can't think of anything better to, to say, she's like, great. Well, I hope to see you on Friday after you eat all that food on Thanksgiving type of comments. I'm just like, I just no, no, am no. having to learn to live with it because yeah. I don't know. Everything about her is just very, very old school. And mm-hmm. I, it's not the hell how I'm old die is, How old would you say she's she is? probably in her mid to late 40s, I would say. So like my and age. You can tell that she's just like been a personal trainer, you know, since the early to mm. mid nineties probably. And so she came of age as a personal trainer in like oh yeah. The she's low still fat got like the low, low no fat sugar. zone diet. No Right. Yeah. Like Jenny Craig. I don't think – anyway, I just don't think she has, like, the awareness of, like, this is outdated information and we don't talk about it I mean, people's – the diet culture is rampant. We are just very much on the other side of it. Yeah. But it's out there, which I was very proud of myself the other day. I still had accounts that I was following just because I was like, well, I kind of know this person, so I should follow him. But I just, like, wiped clear so many accounts where I'm like, I don't – it just fills me with rage every time I see them post – and that felt really good. So I would encourage you as you're looking through the end of this year, if there's still an account that you're just following because you're like, well, maybe they post sometimes some good things or I just kind of want to see what they're up to. Just get rid of it. 
it was causing me so much rage. And I'm like, I don't need to do this yeah. anymore. And it feels no. great. It feels great. Yeah. Still, the amount of Thanksgiving eating panic on Instagram was still high, Tina says. And I yeah. agree. Like, oh, again, really? Not over this. Really? Was yeah. it? I didn't see it. I wasn't paying attention. But I know. We we don't follow on our Instagram, on our Joanne Claire Instagram, all those many people anymore. But just a reminder, holidays can feel crazy about this kind of a thing. You are not the only one out there who's not doing a challenge or a detox or a cleanse or a workout challenge or 75 hard or whole 30 or like you're not the only one out there who's not doing it. Just like live your life, be a nice person. And I really like that post that you put up. I think it was the Washington Post. No, it was HuffPost. It was HuffPost. You put oh, yeah, a- HuffPost. Yeah, HuffPost did a great, I don't know, it was maybe an article, somebody had this great caption, it was basically like, I say this all the time, and I've been around the block with dieting, (laughs) been around, your body is extremely smart, way smarter than we could ever be. So it doesn't matter what you throw at it, your body's going to be like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I also felt like it was so helpful that it pointed out, and if you, you know, if this math sort of like it helps, if you do have that anxiety about it, it's... Like, hey, in a given year, assuming you eat three meals a day, that's over a thousand meals. One holiday meal is not going to move the needle at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So just let it go. Important, important things to remember, it can handle a, cal- a calorie surplus for one day. Well, I think two things. My naturopath, when she told me when I was going through Graves' disease, she's like, your body is extremely smart. It's going to process anything you put in it and it's not going to fight you on it. And of course, like, you know, if you have a legit food allergy, whatever, that's not what we're talking about. As far as the detoxes go, my naturopathic doctor as well, Dr. Cook, Clear Creek, natural medicine. Love you so much, Kayla. You saved my life. She'd always be like those package detoxes. She's like, don't do it. It's so mental. All of this is really just mental when our bodies are going to do its thing. Just let your body do its thing. The one other like crazy trend that I like the thing that's been popping up in my corner of Instagram, which we talk about occasionally that like my personal Instagram trends a little bit crunchier than the average than what we do follow Joy and Claire and probably what the average thing is. The thing that keeps popping up that has me feeling like, should I try that? Are enemas. And like when you start, Wait, yeah, like everyone's that's giving them popping up on your feed. Days. What? I mean, they're not, not like videos of people giving enemas, but like, sure. it's like a, I'm sorry about the dog barking, by the way, they're is I don't know if it's like gaining popularity, but like it feels like everybody out there is giving themselves a freaking coffee enema right now. Oh, that's so funny. That reminds me of like Ben Greenfield from like 15 yes, years ago. He was always talking about coffee enemas. Yeah. And I am like, I don't want to put that in my butt. No. I just feel like that should be an exit pathway. I and don't like, want to put that in my butt. I just, I'm not into that idea. But it feels like that has come, like that's the thing where lately I've been like, I don't know, should I try an enema? Like everyone's doing no. it. Everyone's, Mm-mm. but- <laughs> so, yeah, that's where. So I don't know. Maybe they're filled with health benefits. <laughs> it just feels like it's one of those things that I don't need in my day to day life. Is like putting no. coffee in my colon. The last resort situation. Yeah. Like if you, it have, should be a last resort situation. It should be a last resort. <laughs> it should be like something that you do. In a doctor's office, maybe, because you have, you're having like an intestinal problem. I think there are like medicinal medical reasons to have enemas and to sure. have colonics, but like people just use them as like a facial for your butthole. Like I'm not – like they just get them as like a cosmetic procedure practically, it feels like. Or you like do it at home. It's like a – I just – A facial for your butthole. <laughs> like not that it like improves the look of that part of your body, but just that more that like – Maybe it does. That's how they're – that's how casual they seem of like, oh, this is just going to like – make me feel better the way like I just yeah it's so it's so funny it's so trendy I mean I did colonics in my 20s 
all the time because I was like, this is totally going to flush my system. Not even knowing what that meant. It was fine, but it's like, I'm still okay. I I know I was going to say facial for your buttholes, the name of the, oh my God. Guys, oh my God. I I tell you the pep talk I had to give Joy when we named that episode Up Your Butt and Around the Corner about her colonoscopy. She was like, I really Mm want to name this. I was like, just name it that. Like, it's our podcast. We can do it for everyone. She's like, I don't know, but I really want to. It took days to convince her. We're not going to get facial for your butthole for this one. (laughs) (laughs) We we want to reference the butt. (laughs) We can't. This year, I can only do one butt reference. Only one per year. We already used it. (laughs) Okay. Can I tell you? Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Two things really, really quick. I was on Target. I don't know why. I just went from like buttholes to like sex toys. But I was at, I was on target.com last night and I was, I don't know what I was looking up, but all of a sudden it took me to like the sex toy. Target sells sex toys now. (laughs) I was mortified. It's a sign, Joy. I was like, oh, now it's in my algorithm. Mainstream. Mainstream. (laughs) Which is good. I think it's a good thing that sex toys are becoming mainstream. Okay. So uh, the other thing, really quick, I want to shout out. Thank you, everyone who gave the love to Scott's episode. He was so nervous and like really wanted to do a good job. And everyone was just so kind of all the recommendations that he gave. I did a quick Instagram poll to see what gifts everyone else has received in their lifetime of like a good gift that they loved. So I wanted to give some good ones that people said. And it, you know what the funny thing is? Gifts, if you give it from the heart and you like just try, you know the person and you give them something that maybe you love, that they may love. I think it also is like the thought that counts. But everyone's favorite gifts are so different. So I feel like it also kind of goes to say like everyone's going to be different in their choices and their preferences. We had everything from like a weighted blanket, a heated car seat, Uggs, I got to say, Uggs are the best. I mean, if you want to just give someone delicious things for their feet, like Uggs are the best. I wear them every single day. Uh, Unique spices, which I think is great. Things that people maybe can't find just every day in the supermarket. Custom cheese board. Beats Studio headphones. A lot of headphones. People love those. Something ordinary with hidden cash. Great. Solo stove accessories. A love sack blanket with foot pockets. Cozy things. You can't go wrong with cozy things for the holidays. A good book, carry-on suitcase to match my college school colors when I got accepted. Love it. Very cute. Custom address stamper. Great idea. Gift certificate for facial massage. Portrait of our dog. Heated mattress pad. Everyone's been saying that too. Lulu leggings. Automatic car starter. Yeah, ever since you talked about the heating pad, everyone was like, Joy, you need to get a heated mattress pad. Yeah. Spa gift card, a lot of gift cards, Apple Watch, personalized wristlet wallet. I like personalized stuff. I think that's really cute. Plants, an arrow garden, Doc Martens, heated mittens, Kindle, and a Brooklyn Candle Company monthly subscription. I love subscriptions. I love things that like yeah. the gift that keeps on giving. Really so am. thank you guys for that. And uh, again, thank you for the love for Scott's episode because he really enjoyed doing that. So fun. He was great. Everybody loves Scott's voice. Who knew? He's like the next up and coming radio DJ. He is a very soothing. It was really cute though because when he started presenting, I heard the voice that he uses at work because I always hear him presenting at work. And I was like, oh, he's like, he's doing presenter mode right now. <laughs> oh, he's in presenter mode. <laughs> it was so cute. It was great. <laughs> So thank you, Scott, for donating your time to us. It was so wonderful. Um, All right, guys. That's it for this week. We're going to wrap up. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for the birthday wishes. Don't forget to check out the Shut Eye Chai from Ned. Go to helloned.com forward slash joy or use discount code joy for 15% off your order. Don't forget 
to shop those small brands throughout this holiday season and support the brands that support your favorite podcasts because that really does help us stay afloat, keep being able to do this year after year after year. You can find us on Instagram at joyandclaire underscore. You can go to our website, joyandclaire.com. You can email us. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. Thank you so much for being here for another Thursday and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye guys.